Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I am Sanjay Mattu with the Midday News. The headlines. Meeting between India and Pakistan on Kartarpur corridor underway at Atari Wagah border. Connectivity and pilgrim security on agenda. Countdown for India's second lunar mission Chandrayaan 2 begins. Launch to take place early morning tomorrow. Flood fury continues in Assam. Relief and rescue operations underway. Navjot Singh Sidhu resigns as Punjab cabinet minister. In ICC Cricket World Cup final, England to take on New Zealand at Lords in a short while from now, and in Wimbledon tennis, Roger Federer to face Novak Djokovic in men's singles title clash today. A meeting between high-level delegations from India and Pakistan is underway at the Atari Wagah border today to discuss issues related to the Kartarpur corridor. The project will allow easy access to Sikh pilgrims from India to Gurudwara Darbar Sahib in Kartarpur in Pakistan, the final resting place of Guru Nanak. The main issues that will be discussed are connectivity at the zero point and the number of pilgrims to be allowed, especially on special occasions. Sources say India will also raise its concerns over security aspects. New Delhi had earlier conveyed its strong concerns to Pakistan over the presence of a leading Khalistani separatist in a committee appointed by Islamabad on the project. We have more from our correspondent. The work on a four-lane highway on the Indian side is in full swing. A bridge at the zero point is being constructed and India has urged Pakistan to build a similar bridge on its side that will provide for safe and secure movement of the pilgrims. The construction work at the site of the passenger terminal complex at Dera Baba Nanak in India is also in progress and has been planned to be completed by 31st October before the commemoration of 558th birth anniversary of Guru Nanak Dev Ji in November. With Devakar Anuja Bhadwajan, AIR News. The countdown for the launch of India's second lunar mission, Chandrayaan 2, is underway at the National Spaceport in Sriharikota. The countdown began at 6:51 this morning and is progressing well as per the schedule. The prestigious launch would be made early tomorrow at 2:51 a.m. from the Satish Dhawan Space Center. From its second launch pad, the heavy lift rocket GSLV Mark III carrying Chandrayaan 2 will zoom into space. The powerful 3.85-ton rocket, that is nicknamed Fat Boy by the ISRO community and also known as Bahubali, will insert Chandrayaan 2 in a highly elliptical orbit around the Earth. Later, its orbit will be raised through a series of maneuvers by remote by ISRO scientists. On the 54th day of the launch, the lander Vikram, carrying the rover Pragyan, will be made to soft land on the south pole of the moon. The approximate cost of the mission is 978 crore rupees. President Ramnath Kovind is scheduled to witness the historic launch from Sriharikota. Here's a report. ISRO scientists have said Chandrayaan 2 will encircle the earth before detaching itself from its sphere of influence. Later it will reach the orbit of the moon and the orbiter carrying the lander will be made to be captured at a circular lunar orbit. Once the specific moon's orbit is reached, the lander will eject itself from the orbiter and descend slowly on the lunar south pole. The whole mission is homegrown. It is said to inspire a whole generation of youth to develop interest in space science. besides contributing to the better understanding of the earth's only natural satellite jay singh ar news chennai 
President Ramnath Kovind offered prayers at the Hill Temple of Lord Venkateshwara in Tirumala, Andhra Pradesh this morning. The President is scheduled to witness the historic launch of India's second lunar mission, Chandrayaan-2, from Sriharikota. In Assam, there is no respite from flood fury due to incessant rains and new areas have been inundated. Roads, wooden bridges and culverts have been damaged at various places in the state. Over 50,000 hectares of cropland have been affected due to flood. Vigil has been intensified in the Kaziranga National Park and other wildlife areas to prevent poaching as most of the parks are underwater now. Sources said over 14 lakh people are affected in the current wave of flood in 25 districts. The Army, the NDRF, the SDRF and local people are carrying out rescue operations. Relief materials including baby food are being distributed in flood-hit areas. Several ministers are visiting flood-hit areas to take stock of the situation. The flood situation is grim in North Bihar due to the rise of water level of all major rivers. Ten districts have been affected due to the floods in which Sitamari and Shiohar are the worst affected. Eight blocks of Sitamari and three blocks of Shiohar have been badly hit by floods. Flood water entered Shiohar city, inundating the collectorate premises, divisional jail and other government offices. Rivers originating in Nepal like the Gandak, Bagmati, Burhi Gandak, Lal Bekia, Kamla Balan, Bhutahi, Kosi and Mahananda have wreaked havoc inundating several villages. In Muzaffarpur, pressure is rising on embankments in Orai, Meenapur and Katra blocks due to swollen rivers. Over 26 deaths have been reported in Sitamarhi, Adaria, Supal, Saran, East Champaran and Purnia in the past three days due to the floods. A report. In Sivar, connectivity of several villages has been snapped with district and blocks headquarters due to overtopping of water on National Highway Number 104 on Sitamari Sivar and Piprahi Sivar section. Ten relief come shelter homes have been erected in the flood affected area in the district. Electric supply has been stopped in Berginia and Parihar block due to submerged power substation in Sitamari district. Chief Minister Nitish Kumar today reviewed the situation of flood and issued necessary instruction to officials for rescue and relief measures. Dharmendra Kumar Rai, AIR News, Patna. Heavy rain continues to disrupt normal life in Arunachal Pradesh. Connectivity to many interior districts of the state are affected due to flash flood and landslides. In Papumpare district, a 10-year-old boy is reported to have drowned in the Rike stream. In Nepal, the death toll from floods and landslides triggered by heavy rain has risen to 50. 35 people are still missing and 25 have been injured in various parts of the country due to rainfall since Thursday. Home Minister Amit Shah chaired a high-level meeting to review the current flood situation in different parts of the country. He also reviewed the preparedness of the states, central ministries and agencies to deal with the situation. Mr. Shah directed senior officers to take every possible measure to deal with the situation and extend all necessary assistance to the flood-affected states. The Meteorological Department says during the last three to four days, Assam and Bihar have received excess rainfall with extremely heavy downpours. It said during the next 48 hours, heavy rainfall is expected in these two states. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at the rate AIR News Alerts. Congress leader Navjot Singh Sidhu has resigned from the Punjab cabinet. In a tweet, Mr. Sidhu has said that he sent his resignation to Congress Chief Rahul Gandhi on the 10th of June and will also send it to Chief Minister Captain Amrinder Singh. 
Mr. Sidhu has been sulking after being stripped of key portfolios in the Punjab cabinet reshuffle in June. On June 6, Chief Minister Amrinder Singh had divested Sidhu of the local government and tourism and cultural affairs departments and allotted him the power and new and renewable energy portfolio. In a setback to the ruling coalition government in Karnataka, the housing minister and Hoskote MLA MTB Nagraj left for Mumbai this morning in a chartered flight. MTB Nagraj, one of the 16 rebel Congress JDS MLAs who resigned from the Assembly last week, told the media yesterday that senior Congress leaders, including Siddharamaya, met him and requested him to withdraw his resignation, to which Nagraj had said he needed more time. Earlier, Karnataka Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy made a surprise announcement in the Assembly that he would seek a trust vote in the House. More from our correspondent. The coalition government seems to have failed in making any headway in garnering the support of rebels. The Water Resources Minister D.K. Shokumar, however, has said that he is hopeful of getting back all the rebels on the day of vote of confidence, saying that all the rebel MLAs are well aware about with the law. If they voted against the confidence motion, they will lose their membership. He assured the rebels that the Congress party is ready to meet their demands. Or Murti AAR News, Bengaluru. BJP Working President J.P. Nadda has asked party men in Jharkhand to reach all sections of society in the course of enrollment of 25 lakh new party members. Speaking to the media in Ranchi today, he said that both qualitative and quantitative aspects would be looked into in the new membership drive. Mr. Nadda praised Chief Minister Raghubar Das for providing a corruption-free government and taking extraordinary steps in the field of road construction, health services and women's empowerment. In Chhattisgarh, two Maoists were killed in an encounter with security forces in Dantewala district today. The exchange of fire between District Reserve Guard, or DRG, and Maoists took place in Kirandul area of the district this morning. Sources said the team of DRG recovered the bodies of Maoists along with two weapons from the spot. Both Maoists had a reward of 5 lakh rupees each on their heads. Police said they have also arrested one Maoist from the place of the encounter. There has been a consistent decline in both left-wing extremism violence and geographical spread of its influence in the country. Sources in the Union Home Ministry said violent incidents have declined from a high of 2,258 in 2009 to 833 in 2018. The resultant deaths have also declined steadily from 1,005 in 2010 to 240 in 2018. The sources said the reduction in geographical spread of left-wing extremism is evident in the decline in number of districts reporting violence to 60 last year. The trend of decline in violence has continued in 2019. The Golden Jubilee edition of the International Film Festival of India, IFSI, will be held from the 20th of November till the 28th of November 2019 in Panaji, Goa. Minister for Information and Broadcasting Prakash Javrikar gave this information to media persons after the steering committee meeting of the IFFI 2019 in Panaji. Mr. Javrikar said, IFFI is our pride and roadshows will be organized in seven states. There will be road shows in seven cities of the country where it will reach out to the film fraternity there and will ensure large participation of film fraternity from all the states. There will be a business exhibition because it's a good time to showcase the latest technology in relating to films. The minister informed that the president of the Oscar Academy, John Bailey, and other eminent cinematographers and producers 
had been invited for the event. To mark the 150th birth anniversary of Mahatma Gandhi, a separate exhibition will be held. Russia will be the IFFI partner in this edition. In Wimbledon tennis, defending champion Novak Djokovic will face eight times winner Roger Federer in the men's singles final this evening. Federer defeated Rafael Nadal, whereas Djokovic beat Roberto Bautista Agut in Friday's semi-finals. Djokovic enjoys a 25-22 edge in career meetings with Federer, stretching back 13 years. The Serb has won 14 of their last 20 meetings and 8 of the last 10. Djokovic is himself a four-time champion and can equal the great Bjornborg with victory for a fifth crown. More importantly, the Serb beat Federer in the Wimbledon final in 2014 and 2015. And now, news from the ICC Cricket World Cup. Cricket lovers will witness final of the ICC World Cup at the Lords as the host England takes on Black Caps New Zealand a short while from now. Irrespective of the result, new champions will be coronated at the Lords, known as the home of cricket. Led by Eon Morgan, England made it to finals after smashing the Aussies in the semis. The Kiwis, who embraced the tag of being the underdogs, demolished India's dream in the semi-finals. While world number one England will be aiming to win their first title, Kiwis are also confident to lift the World Cup for the first time. Arti Rana, Sports Desk. Union Minister of State, Independent Charge for Youth Affairs and Sports, Kiran Rijiju, said that India House would be set up in Tokyo with all facilities for Indian players as part of preparations of the Tokyo Olympics 2020. Talking to media persons at Gandhinagar, Mr. Rijiju said that he would himself lead an Indian delegation to Tokyo as a part of the Olympic preparations. He said that nutritional food, as per the advice of the coach and nutritionist, and other technical facilities would also be made available at the proposed India House. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Meeting between India and Pakistan on Kartarpur Corridor underway at Tatari Waga border. Connectivity and pilgrim security on agenda. Countdown for India's second lunar mission, Chandrayaan 2, begins. Launch to take place early morning tomorrow. Flood fury continues in Assam, relief and rescue operations underway. Navjot Singh Sidhu resigns as Punjab Chief Minister. In ICC Cricket World Cup final, England to take on New Zealand at Lords in a short while from now. And in Wimbledon tennis, Roger Federer to face Novak Djokovic in men's single title clash today. For details of these stories and more, log on to our website, newsonair.com. And with that, we end the midday news.